why we are continuing our theme for the month of Embrace the Future. Since COVID-19 appeared in the world a few months ago, there's been a lot of talk about the future, the new normal, what it looks like, what will be changed, what will be different, what is the future going to look like in so many ways. Will people ever be the same again? Will society ever be the same again? Will our world ever be the same? What is the future for us personally, as a church, socially, worldwide? What's going to change? Some are looking ahead with fear. We hear talk like second spikes, second waves. Will we be wearing masks forever? Will we not be able to do this again? Others look ahead with optimism, with the future with possibilities and opportunities ahead. The reality is that the world has changed and things will change. And as we move forward, some will embrace the future with fear, some with faith. And I would think most of us would have a mixture of excitement and apprehension at the same time. The reality is the future is not going to be quite the same as where we've been. But we need to embrace the future and our theme this month is to embrace the future and I'm going to read a well-known passage from the Bible it's Joshua chapter 1 and it's about a time when change was taking place and the future was going to be different I'm going to read a few verses after the death of Moses the Lord's servant the Lord spoke to Joshua son of Nun Moses' assistant. He said, Moses, my servant, is dead. Therefore, the time has come for you to lead these people, the Israelites, across the Jordan River into the land I am giving them. I promise you what I promised Moses. Wherever you set foot, you will be on land I have given you. From the Negev wilderness in the south to the Lebanon mountains in the north from the Euphrates River in the east to the Mediterranean Sea in the west, including all the land of the Hittites. No one will be able to stand against you as long as you live, for I will be with you as I was with Moses. I will not fail you or abandon you. Be strong and courageous, for you are the one who will lead these people to possess all the land I swore to their ancestors I would give them. Be strong and very courageous. Be careful to obey all the instructions Moses gave you. Do not deviate from them, turning either to the right or to the left. Then you will be successful in everything you do. Study this book of instruction continually. Meditate on it day and night, so you will be sure to obey everything written in it. Only then will you prosper and succeed in all you do. This is my command. Be strong and courageous. Do not be afraid or discouraged, for the Lord your God is with you wherever you go. Now, for Joshua and the people of Israel, their future was not going to be what their past was. They were at a point of going into a new future. They're not slaves anymore. They'd been in the wilderness, they come out the wilderness, and now they were on the edge 
of their promised land. Their promise, so to speak, was just around the corner. They had a future to go in and possess. The fulfillment of their life story, their journey, what they were born for, this promise that had been given some time ago, they were about to enter. That was their future. And that's the thing about future. Living with promise focuses on the future. I trust that every one of us is still living with promise all over us. I trust we live with the promises of God, that we've got promises to look ahead to. Their promise of the future was nearly there. The fulfillment of promise was there. And you know what? I trust that we still live with more promise than memories. I trust that our excitement is more about our promises than our memories. And here, Israel, Joshua, were about to go in to a great future, to possess all that God had got for them. The future looked good. But there was a challenge of the future. And for us all, there was a challenge of the future. Joshua and Israel were on the edge of a great future. But there was a problem in the sense that before they could embrace the future, they had to let go of the past. And we come here and God speaks to Joshua. And it comes at a time where the mourning Moses is death. The disappointment, the mourning, the grieving that Moses had died. And God came and he spoke to Joshua. And he says, Joshua, Moses is dead. He's not coming back. You could wish for it to be as it was. You can wish to go back. You can wish that Moses was still here. You could hope for that, but it's not going to happen. Moses is dead. And that was the message that came to Joshua. And what God says of us, that we need to leave the past in order to move in to the future because the challenge of embracing the future is to let go of the past. And God is basically saying to Moses, you will not move into what I have for you unless you move on from what I had for you. We need to let go of where we've been in order to embrace the future. The challenge of the future is to move from our past. You know, it's not only Joshua who had this issue. If we come to the New Testament in the book of Acts, in chapter 1, the apostles, disciples had just seen Jesus ascend to heaven, and the angels came and said this to them, Men of Galilee, why are you standing here staring into heaven? Jesus has been taken from you into heaven. But someday he will return from heaven in the same way you saw him go. Now we're a day closer to that future day that the angel spoke about. But what they were saying really was this. Guys, there's no point standing here. Jesus is gone. It's time for you to move on into your future. 
Yes, it was great. Yes, it was a wonderful time you had with him. Yes, you had great years. Yes, it was great that he rose from the dead. He's ascended to heaven. But you can't stand here and dwell in this. That's gone. It's time for you to look ahead and to embrace the future and to move on into all that God has got for you. There needs to be a recognition that we can't change the past, but we need to let go of the past in some ways in order to move on and embrace the great future that God has. And sadly, so many of us do not move on. We miss out in great futures because we can't let go of the past. Moses is dead, yes, but that wasn't the main thrust of what God was saying to Joshua. Moses is dead, but it's now time for you to take hold of what you were born for and to lead these people on and to go on and possess all the future that I have for you. It's what God was saying. And I know it's easy to speak these words. I understand it can be difficult to move on from pain and from disappointment. I know it can be challenging and difficult to move on from people leaving our world, whether that's physically in death or just in relationship-wise. I understand it can be difficult to move on from past mistakes. I know it can be sometimes be more difficult to move on from past successes, but the message today is to embrace the future. We need to recognize that we need to let go of the past to move on. It's time to move on and take hold of the future. I heard a great statement from Pastor Brian Houston some time ago. You know by Brian Houston, Pastor Brian Houston is the leader of the Hillsong Global Church Movement now. And I heard him some time ago say this, my loyalty to the future will always exceed my loyalty to the past. And it's a great statement. And it's a challenging statement as well. It sounds great and it sounds very poignant for us. But it can be challenging as well because sometimes it's a loyalty to the past which stops us embracing the future. And that can be in so many ways. And it's not dishonoring the past. It's sometimes we just stay too loyal to what has been instead of embracing what is ahead. For Israel, they had to let go and they had to embrace the future, which was going to be different from their past. And sometimes you and I, and sometimes collectively, we can be loyal to the past in a way which hinders the future. And I don't think it's a matter of dishonoring what has been. But what I do think is sometimes because we don't embrace the future and we don't possess a future, we're actually been disloyal to what has been in the past. See, the word here was Moses was a great guy. Moses has done great. Moses was wonderful, but he didn't fulfill everything that I had for you. It was part of the story. He's led you out, but he hasn't led you in. And if you want to honor Moses and all that he's done in the past, then you need to let go of the loyalty there and move in to possess the future. That could be areas in your life. But you know, this group had to let go of the past in order to embrace a new future, a future which was great for them. You know, there is a challenge of the future, but in order to embrace that fully, we need to have courage for the future. It takes courage to move on from where you've been, 
to move on from the comfort of what you've known. It takes courage to move from the pain and the hurt and the disappointment. It takes courage from moving from what you know and your experience to moving into what you don't know. From moving from experience into all your potential can be difficult and it needs courage. And it needs courage to make right decisions and the right actions to embrace the future. And that's why God comes and he says to Joshua in verse 6, be strong and courageous. In verse 7, be strong and courageous. In verse 9, be strong and courageous. In verse 11, it was actually very courageous. And he also says, don't be afraid or be discouraged. You know, sometimes people tell us, it's going to be okay. You need to be strong. You'll get through this. And sometimes it's nice to hear those words, but they don't really understand everything that's going to happen. But when God, the omniscient God, the one who sees the end from the beginning, comes and speaks to Joshua and says, it's time to move on and you've got a great future. But three times he says, but you need to be strong and courageous. I don't know about you, but I'd be thinking, why do I need to be strong and courageous? If this is our promises, if this is going to be great, if this is the fulfillment of why we're here, if this is going to be an awesome time, why do I need to be strong and courageous? You know, remember when I was younger, going to the dentist once, and I'll never forget, the dentist says, I need you to be a brave boy here. And in my mind, I'm thinking, why? What are you going to do to me that I need to be brave? And it's a similar type of scenario here with Joshua. You need to be brave, you need to be strong, you need to be courageous. You know, moving into the unknown, moving into a future needs courage. It needs courage in our decision making. It needs courage in our actions. Joshua, here is the deal. You don't need to get worried about it or afraid about it because I will be with you. You need courage but even in these situations of needing courage to embrace a great future, the battles that are still to be won, the river that are still to be crossed, I'll be with you. And it's easy to talk like this. I understand it's easy to talk about embracing the future and it's great. It's easy to get excited and say the best is yet to come. It's easy to say the future's bright, the future's orange. It's easy to sing greater things are still to come, greater things are still to be done in this city. It's easy to quote Jeremiah 29, 11, for I know the plans I have for you, declare the Lord. They are plans for your good and not for disaster, to give you a future and to give you a hope. And I believe all that. I believe in speaking life. I believe in speaking faith. I believe in speaking the word of God. I believe in confessing life and faith over our life. But it's not just about singing it and speaking it. It's acting upon it. It's making the right decisions. It's making decisions which are courageous and for the benefit of a greater future, to embrace the future. Sometimes it's making painful decisions. It's making decisions which have a short-term pain, but for a long-term gain. Jesus is always the greatest example of everything in our lives. But you know, Jesus embraced a future despite immediate pain. We read about him in Hebrews 12 and 2, where it says, For the joy set before him, he endured the cross, scorning its shame, and sat down at the right hand of the Father, the throne of God. I, Jesus embraced the future even though it meant being courageous and getting through pain. 
in the short term. Let me just say, sometimes we need to go through some short-term painful moments in order to embrace what lies ahead. But let's do it anyway. Let's have the courage to keep going, to embrace a great future. A great future means being courageous despite the difficulties because God is with us. In the unknown, in the battles, through the mistakes, the losses, he has said, I'll be with you always. And we can take some examples from the Bible. David had to be courageous to fight Goliath, but he was embracing a future free from the oppression of the Philistines. That was a giant in his world that he had to take on to embrace a greater future. Esther had to embrace the future by living through the fear of entering into the king's presence uninvited with the fear of death hanging over her, but it was so she could bring release to God's people. So she could bring a future which was better than where they'd been in the past. Ruth had to embrace the future, though it was unknown. She had to be courageous to embrace the unknown for a better future. You know the story with Ruth and Naomi when Naomi's sons died and one of them was Ruth's husband. And Moab said, and Naomi, sorry, said to her, go back to Moab. You'll get a new husband, basically, if you go back to Moab. But Ruth's attitude was this, I'm not going back. I'm embracing the future. I don't know what it looks like, but there's nothing to go back for. It's my history, it's my story, but I'm embracing a future. I'm not going back. I'm taking hold of the future, whatever that looks like, and, and all the unknown around it. I'm not going back. I'm having the courage to not go back to what, I, what was there and what I knew, but I'm embracing the future with you, Naomi, and we know the story of God gave her a wonderful husband in Boaz, and uh, further on the story unfolds, but she had to embrace the unknown, to embrace a future which was greater. And sometimes it's just the comfortable of where we're at. Jesus came to Peter. I walked past Peter while he was out fishing and says, Peter, follow me. And he's really saying this, Peter, leave the comfort of the family business and the security of what you've known so far in order to embrace the unknown of where you're going but there's a call on your life. This is what I want you to do. But you need to leave the past, the comfort of where you're at just now, of what you know, which could be okay for the next so many years. But you need to come and follow me and embrace something future, something of a future which is uncertain. It's unknown. It's out of your comfort zone, Peter. But there's a future ahead. If you're prepared to leave the comfort of where you are and embrace something of the unknown, God's got so much ahead of you. And for us... Let's embrace the future. Let's let go of where we've been. Let's have the courage to move on despite not knowing, but have an attitude of embracing the future. But not only do we need courage for the future, we need to be careful in the future. Courage and careful do go together. Courage to do what you believe God is calling you to do and being careful to do what God is calling you to do. Joshua be courageous. Joshua, be careful. Be strong and courageous and be careful to obey all the instructions Moses gave you that I gave to him. 
Don't deviate from the left or from the right. Just do what I've called you to do. And then, then you will succeed in everything you do. Wow. Who would not want to embrace a future where you succeed in everything you do? Listen, we need to be careful as we embrace the future to do it God's way and do what God calls us to do. No, the very essence of the future means that we don't know what it looks like. We don't know where it takes us. We don't know where we're going because we've never been there before. Despite what the film says, none of us have ever been back to the future. It's something fresh and new. And that's why we need to stay close and listen to God and follow his direction. The psalmist puts it like this. Your words are lamp to guide my feet. It's a light for my path. Joshua, this book that you've got, study it continually. Meditate on it day and night. Be sure to do everything that I've asked you to do in it. Only then will you prosper and succeed in all you do. My heart is for you and I individually and collectively to embrace a future where we succeed in everything that we're doing. What a future that could look like in a personal life, in a family life, in our work life, in our church life, in our ministry life. To be successful and prosperous in everything that we do. That's a future which is worth embracing. But God comes right at this story at the start and says, Joshua, there's a great future ahead. All the promises that I've given you, they're about to be fulfilled in the future. But there's three things that need to happen in summary. You need to let go of the past. Today, what do you need to let go of in order to embrace the future God's got for you? We're not saying it's been bad. Moses' time was a good time. But it's time to move on and not stay loyal to the past and expense of the future. What do you need to let go of? That's the challenge of the future, to move on from where we've been. Step two, we need the courage to make the right decisions, to keep going into that unknown future, to make the decisions which might have short-term pain, but they're long-term gain. And we also need to be careful to do what God is calling us to do, to stay close, because he sees where we're going. He sees the end. We don't. We are just stepping step by step, a walk of faith, trust in God, walking in his promise. And the day's coming, we're going to enter the promises and the fulfillment of all as God's got for it, for you and for me. But only if we fulfill what God is saying. My prayer is that you will be successful in everything you do, that you embrace the future despite the unknowns, despite 
the difficulties, despite your past, whatever that may look like. Maybe you've never known a few, the past has been without Jesus Christ in your life. Today, if you're watching this, I want to encourage you that Jesus came to deal with all your past mess-ups and give you a future where you can be free from all the past and live with him in this life and for eternity. If that's you, where you are, you can just simply ask Jesus to come and deal with your past and forgive your past and come into your life and give you hope in your future. But for every one of us, we all have decisions to make about the future. Post-COVID, some will go on and some will embrace the fear attached, some embracing faith for a new day and the opportunities. But for us as a church, for us as individuals, what are our choices? To let go of the past, to be courageous in our decisions and our actions, and to be careful to listen and obey all that God is calling us to do. Let's pray. Father God, I pray for everyone who's listening. Lord, we understand that sometimes it's difficult to move on from the past and whatever that looks like. But I pray, Father God, that you'll come by your grace and just give us the courage to let go of what we need to let go of, to embrace the future, which is different from where we've been. Father, I pray you'll instill within us the courage to make those decisions, to do those actions which are courageous actions, to make decisions which are courageous decisions, to step into the future knowing that you've already promised to go with us. And Father, I pray that we will be careful to hear your voice, to listen to your voice, to do what you're asking us to do. And Father, I pray for every one of us today who responds to that message, that they will be successful in everything they do and they will possess all the promises and all the future that you have for them. In Jesus' name, amen. God bless you. Have a great day.